the Hit the Light podcast featuring Big Frog and Michael Castleberry is on the air. Covering classic metal and comedy from San Diego, California. So now sit tight and hit the light. The Hit the Light podcast is recorded live and uncensored. Big Frog in particular is not politically correct, so please don't be offended. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hit the Light podcast with me, Big Frog. And me, Mike Castleberry. And this week, we're going to talk about concerts. Live shows. Our favorites, our not favorites. Things we wish we would have seen, things we wish we would not have seen. <laughs> and um, But before we do that, we get into This Week in Metal, the Metal News. Metal News. We got a few, uh, a lot of old people news this week. Yeah. Um, I guess probably the bigger one is uh, Ozzy had to postpone all his European dates. Right. Uh, due to illness, he got the flu. He had to postpone a bunch of shows down here because of that infection. Like, right. I'm over here like, yeah. is he going to make it to the end of this? Yeah, <laughs> might not be looking so good for Ozzy. Like, when, you know, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure he's canceled gigs before. Yeah. But I don't remember it, and certainly not twice in one tour. Yeah. Um, man, well, I hope he's all right, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just always want to say, like, Fucking Sharon, fucking working him to death, you know, yeah. whatever it is, but I don't know. Maybe he's the one that is always, like, trying to get away from her and get yeah. back on the road, so I don't fucking know. It could be. I mean, he's, at this point, though, when you've had to postpone two different legs of your tour mm-hmm. due to various illnesses, like, that tells me, yeah, it's that it's probably for real, that farewell tour. Yeah. Could be. He might have a one-off show here or there. He might right. do like another studio album that nobody cares about. But yeah. I think the road, I mean, he's fucking 70 or whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time to to hang it up. Yeah. You know, fucking father time is undefeated. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but. You know, they're trying hard to do that, like, virtual, like, live at your house type yeah. of thing with comedy too like they're trying to find a way to like you know have you watch stand up at your house you know yeah. but it's live I don't know man I, I think you gotta be there I, yeah I mean I've I've watched pl- obviously I've watched plenty of comedy yeah. specials I didn't feel like I needed it to be in the moment right like I didn't need them to be live doing their thing right that second right you know, it's yeah, that's not a format that you particularly hate it. Not really. I don't think so. It's um, just like people because people just. I mean, there's some people that just don't want to fucking go out no more. Mm-hmm. Like it's too much shit, the traffic, and you yeah. know, bozos, whatever. You know, people are so easily bothered. You know, like if like if you're like put it this way, there's people today that if they went to a concert like an outdoor concert, mm-hmm. and some guy was smoking a cigarette within ten feet of them, that would like ruin their night. Yeah. I mean that's the thing though. When you go to a concert, you're you're rolling the dice. No, for sure. That the person sitting near you isn't a fucking dickhead. For sure. Like it's like what we observe when we saw a ghost. Like all that dude had to do was move over one seat, right. and save everybody a hassle. But he, they yeah. made them go get the ancient fucking security. Right. Yeah. 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 Which was funny for us because we didn't have to move. Yeah. Or anything. But for that dude, I mean, like you know, some people you piss them off. For just a second, and then that—that's their route now. That's where they're headed. 
Yeah, you know, and that's you know that's a dangerous game to play at a metal show. Fuck yeah, <laughs> like anywhere. It, well, anywhere, but you know, it's one thing when like you're kind of being a dickhead at like an Adele concert. Yeah, it's another thing when you're being a dickhead at like a metal show. Oh, yeah, metal when show. People are already prone to being drunk, high, and mm-hmm. fucking aggressive. <laughs> metal shows and football games. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to fuck around too much. <laughs> <laughs> people get amped up. So what what else did we have on the docket? Oh, um, so Paul Stanley, he's still milking that. Yo, you don't know who's going to show up. Right, right, and right. We're days away from the concert starting. So now I'm kind of like, are you going to kind of look into spoilers and see if anybody shows up for these first couple of shows? Right. Because like, we're, we're seeing it really at the very beginning. Yeah. Leg. This is supposed to be a multi-year tour. Right. And this thing's kicking off. Um the 31st, mm-hmm. and we're seeing them February 7th. Right, within a week. So we're seeing them the first week of this. So yeah. it's like, uh, I don't know if I want to see, because it's one of those deals where I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. Like, if Ace doesn't pop in at any point, given that he lives in San Diego, I'll probably be a little bit disappointed, but... I don't want to go in hoping for it. And there's people that, for, for some fucking reason, thought that this was going to be, like, the original four members. Oh, well, yeah, no. Because they're fucking dumb. I don't yeah, know. no, there would have been a huge announcement. Yeah. There would have been, you know, yeah. But um, Paul, he's dangling the carrot. He mm-hmm. said, all are welcome. Except, except, Vinny. <laughs> except Vinny Vincent. Yeah, no Vinny's in the house. He made sure to let people know... Fuck Vinnie Vincent. Like yeah, he, and any of you motherfuckers that ever plans on suing me. Yeah, because his, <laughs> he basically, because they're going on, and he's saying, you know, if 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 a, a reunion involving, you know, um, Ace and Peter doesn't happen, that's on them. Right. They're welcome to contact us, and we'll put them on stage for maybe a number or two. Yeah. It's like, we won't do a whole fucking show with them. Right. That's... <clears throat> that's beyond done but yeah if they wanted to guest he's right. like I'm completely for it but then he's like you know and then I guess someone mentioned what about Vinnie Vincent because he mentioned Bruce Kulick and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that and he's like oh Bruce is more than welcome mm-hmm. and I'm over here like I don't give a fuck if Bruce, Bruce Kulick's a good guitarist but mm-hmm. he doesn't play on like any of the albums that I like that much right aside from like Revenge right because like he kind of he popped in after, you know, the Vinnie Vincent shit and the Mark St. John shit. So his albums are kind of the weakest ones of that era. Yeah. But if he showed up for something, I wouldn't be like, boo. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Yeah. Fuck you. But But the one you want is Ace. Yeah. But like Vinnie, I guess Paul made, uh, made sure to mention that he's, he's tried suing the band unsuccessfully 14 times. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, this is a celebration of KISS and all its members, but Vinnie Vincent is not someone I particularly want to celebrate. Right. And, uh, the, but he also said he's he was very talented. Mm-hmm. That's why he was in the band. Right. But he's just, I don't know what's wrong with that guy. Yeah. And, and then plus too, like he, like, um, he was talented for the time. Like, people give him, like, credit for being a shredder, which, you know, yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> because he was in on the ground floor of that shit. Yeah, he was, like, a shredder. Like, he was, like, the 
the pre-Randy Rhodes shredder. Yeah. Like, Randy was just getting famous around that time period. Right. So, like, when you're comparing, he wasn't as good as Van Halen or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, no. So, he was one of those guys, like, oh, that guy shreds pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. Randy showed up. And then everybody's like, what? Yeah, and yeah. then Ingve shows up and right. does all this shit. And then right. all of a sudden you have like these turbo shredders everywhere. Exactly. And Vinny he wasn't that. Wasn't, he, he wasn't cutting it yeah. like that. I, I, uh, I always think of him for whatever reason. I, I equate like there used to be this dude named Doug Marks. And he used to have these um, video guitar lessons mm-hmm. called Metal Method. Uh-huh. And... Vinnie Vince is very Doug Marks. Like, he, like, it see, almost seemed like it was, he was, Doug Marks was teaching you Vinnie Vincent style, yeah. you know, or something. So it was like, yeah, but, you know, uh, most people pass that shit. But. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I won't be missing Vinnie. Yeah, speaking of Vinnie, um, other people that won't have Vinnie Vincent on stage with them is apparently Vinnie Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> he canceled his comeback shows. Right. Which, Surprise zero people. Yeah, no. Like, I, they're saying it's, they haven't given any reasons, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, he's, they're refunding all tickets. Right. Um, I'm going to assume, amongst other things, probably lack of interest. Lack of interest. The band all quit. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, so. The, the thing is, is, uh, Carmine Apiece was supposed to be a part of it. Oh, really? Yeah. He was going to be drumming for this whole shebang. Thing? Yeah. It didn't happen. Um, but there's probably a lack of interest. And it's funny because I listen to, you know, Eddie Trunk a lot to pick, you know, to learn some new stuff. Cause I saw that pop up today and mm-hmm. then I, and you know, my news feed. And then I saw Eddie Trunk talking about Vinnie Vincent. Yeah. And Eddie had the first interview with Vinnie after he came out of fucking seclusion. Right. But, um, Eddie's all up in it. He was like, you know, that's good that, uh, he's, you know, he, Anybody that bought tickets are going to get their tickets refunded. Um, but people that paid for, like, airfare and hotels, if they're flying in for that, uh, they're out of luck. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here like, nobody bought Who a fucking plane. Nobody flying in for fucking... Yeah, nobody's flying I in. I wouldn't drive thing. to L.A. No. I see him here. I see him. Vinny Vinci went to bring my brick. I'm there. Yeah. But I that's mean, it. That would be cool, I yeah. guess. Just, yeah. And even then, you wouldn't even... You wouldn't even go. It would just be hoping like it's go. good. Yeah, like and just, just see who else is there. You'd just be like, "What's <laughs> going on here, man?" Right. Like, you know, is you know the Ankh Warriors like yeah. is that going to be his backing band? Oh, like, my it, Lord. you just you'd see it just to fucking go like, "Oh, I bet this is gonna suck." I need yeah. to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think that the other reason, my speculation is there's only like he's only made a couple of appearances since his fucking resurfacing as somebody's aunt. Right. Uh, <laughs> but um he did that little thing with uh Gene Simmons for the vault. Mm-hmm. And he kinda the thing is is like is it just seemed like him sitting around just fucking tuning a guitar the whole time and telling stories. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he strummed a couple of notes and I think he played a couple of acoustic songs. And then video got out when he was doing a show, a very limited show, a couple months ago. And that's when he had, like, his wonky-ass makeup. Mm-hmm. And he, it fucking sucked. Like, it was, I, I don't think he has the chops anymore. I don't think he's well, played in, like, 30 years. Yeah, but if you don't play, it goes away. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
Just the way it goes. I think he hasn't played in like 30 years, and I think he realized, I think he's like out of money or something. Yeah. So he's dragged, he was trying to drag himself out to do things in hopes to fucking pay the bills for a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that's happening. I think he's just going to go and disappear into his fucking Gollum yeah. cave. He needs he to sue Paul Stanley for talking all this shit yeah. he's been saying lately. That's. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. That got about a better chance than his fucking reunion tour, I yeah. think. Well, my favorite part was that, you know, a couple months ago when he tried to trademark uh, Vinnie Vincent's kiss or something like that. Oh, man. And it's like, are you fucking high? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not going to happen. Never. No, I understand that you probably wanted to try to put some shit together and play the songs that you wrote and co-wrote in Kiss. But you can't do that. <laughs> right, right. You can come up with some anything else. Call the band Creatures of the Night or something. Or mm-hmm. Even Kiss would probably sue him for that shit. Probably. You know? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well. Good luck, Vinny. Yeah, well. And I don't wish ill on Vinny. Nah, so nah. He was, he's cool. He's cool. He was cool for, for, for that time, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, speaking of Carmine... I saw Carmine and Vinny oh, yeah. at uh, the at the Randy Rhodes Remembered, mm-hmm. which was um, actually like what they used to do was they used to have a weekend, and it was the same time as the NAMM show, so everyone's in town. Yeah. And then uh, they did like the Randy Rhodes Remembered, and then the Bonzo Bash the next yeah. day. Well, this time they combined it, mm-hmm. which was cool because, you know, I basically got to see like a Led Zeppelin cover band for free, yeah. you know, with a bunch of guest dudes and shit. Yeah. So it was cool. But um, let me get into the Randy thing first. Uh, the Randy thing's cool. Uh, they've been doing it for like probably like four years. I went the first year and then I skipped a couple of times because it got to be kind of expensive. And then Lonnie got me these. Yeah. And so and so we went and we were like in the VIP section. You know, it was like we had like the we had the second tier of, of seats, mm-hmm. but like the lounge was where everyone was at. Yeah. You know, so I was like, oh shit. Saw um uh Michelangelo Abadio, mm-hmm. he was back there and fucking Rudy Sarzo was back there. Which I didn't get. I didn't get to fucking to get to meet him uh, or whatever. But well, um, you already had your burning question answered by Rudy Sarzo yeah, last week. So. Pretty much. You'd be like, "Hey, thanks for right. answering my question." Yeah. He like, was ba- he was only back there for a little while because he was actually in the band that played the whole t- mostly the oh, whole time. Yeah. So uh, Chris Jericho was back there. Yeah. Met him. Vinny Apice was back there. Got a picture with him. It was cool. Um, and so, basically, what it is is you know, it's just they play they played every song that Randy ever recorded, pretty much. Yeah. I think not a and, whole lot. Honestly. Yeah, not a whole lot. And and uh, guest guitar players and shit. And so, like the dudes that were there, Doug Aldrich was there. Mm-hmm. He's from White Snake and Dio. Yeah. Um, Bumblefoot, fucking bad motherfucker. Mike Orlando, he's from Adrenaline Mob. He plays super, super fucking fast. And uh, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Frank Hannon, he's from Tesla. 
And he his performance was one of the better ones. He actually sang and played. Oh, there you go. So he he was a uh, Ozzy and Randy on yeah. on that occasion. Um, uh, some dude named Bill Hudson. I guess he's from Hell Yeah, uh, uh, which I didn't I didn't know. That was uh, that was um, uh, what's his face uh, from Pantera. Yeah, Vinnie uh, Paul's Vinnie band. Paul's band. Right. They weren't good. Yeah, <laughs> so like him very much. yeah, you know, and he wasn't he wasn't too much. Rowan Robertson, who actually was in Dio, like when he was seventeen or something, and he doesn't he doesn't seem like he's progressed much in that time. Yeah, you know? I've never seen an interview with Dio talking about that. Yeah, he's just like saying I think he was, he was a blip. He was just like this phenom that he found. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think he you know whatever it was he plateaued. Um, that Michelangelo uh, Badio, which I think he calls it Badio, mm-hmm. but there's no long A in Italian, so it's actually Badio. Yeah. Um, Phil Demel from uh, Machine Head, Oz Fox from fucking Striper, <laughs> and uh, and so those are those are basically the guitar players, along with uh, Brian Titchy on the drums, who used to play for Ozzy, and he's like the organizer of all this. Rudy Sarzo on bass. And then the other, the other dude from Ozzy, Phil Susan, mm-hmm. who he was after Rudy, actually. And what I just found out this week, funny, the little shit that you find, like you send me shit, I send you shit, and yeah. you find out new shit, like that Vinny played with Ozzy before. You know, I yeah, didn't know that. that fucking random spot where, yeah, Vinny Apathy played some shows with Ozzy Black Sabbath yeah. because Bill... Had gotten ill, ill or something in like ninety nine or yeah. two thousand. Yeah, so he played some shows in Europe. I had never yeah. known that. I also never knew that Pete Way was in Ozzy's mm-hmm. band for a minute, and you know after UFO broke up or whatever, and you know Pete Way is like influential. He's like Steve Harris's dude, you know, and uh, he joined Ozzy's band, but only lasted a month because Sharon thought he was a bad influence on Ozzy. Oh God. So he's like, imagine, imagine how fucked up you have to be to be a bad influence on Ozzy. <laughs> so he got kicked out of the band real quick, yeah. and then that fool Phil Susan got got in it, and uh, and it was badass, man. Um, other than the 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 Quiet Riot songs where Kelly Rhodes sang, mm-hmm. and ah man, he you know it's he so, didn't get yeah. he didn't get any of the talent in that family. I mean, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> But but he's alive, so you know. So it's it's so a, a fucking trip because, you know, everybody associates Randy with Ozzy, and I think it's just like it's almost like a weird factoid that you know he started off in Quiet Riot, right? And then it's just it's interesting in the sense that Randy was going to be famous no matter what fucking happened in his career yeah. at that point. Like, he got famous from joining Ozzy and leaving Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. Well, and Quiet Riot fucking blew up. Yeah. Not long after that. Yeah. So he was just positioned to, like, one way or the other, he was going to be a name in metal yeah. in the early 80s. And the time. You know, yeah. the time, I mean, they just wanted fucking metal bands. That's, like, the only time that that's ever happened, where it's just like, hey, you got any metal bands? Well, and that's the thing is, oddly enough, that was... Quiet Riot. Yeah. When they got signed and then they hit it big, even though they hated covering Come On Feel the Noise, mm-hmm. that blew up. And then all of a sudden, 
every fucking record label wanted to sign every motherfucker in a band in L.A. Yep. Yep. You know? <clears throat> yep. So for me, the highlights uh, of this, uh, oh, and the singers, the singers are Andrew Freeman. He's the dude who's in Last in Line. Mm-hmm. He sang most of the songs. And then this dude named Chaz West, who's in this band called uh, Westbound, obviously based on mm-hmm. his name. And uh, he's also the singer for um, Bonham, for the yeah, for the yeah. Jason Bonham's band. Yeah. And he's a Robert Plant fucking clone, basically. Yeah. So he sang a few songs. And then Chris Jericho sang Crazy Train. Yeah. He killed it. He killed it, like... Cause he like brought the energy up until then. It was a little bit like slow, and then he went, once he came out, it it seemed like a real band on yeah. the stage. You know? Well, you know, you gotta hand it to Chris Jericho in the sense that he might not be the best singer right. or anything, but the motherfucker has been a pro wrestler for twenty some odd years, yeah. and he's a fucking star. Yeah, he knows how to pump up. A crowd. Yeah, he knows how to work an audience. Yeah, and fuck yeah, fucking be a rock star in yep. front of people. Yep. So that's what he did, and that shit was great, man. I, I, like I, you know, I enjoy uh, just listening to people play fucking Randy's shit. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, uh, some people did it like really fucking great. Doug Aldridge was great. Frank Hannon was great. Bumblefoot was good. Um, some dudes like you know, Michelangelo Badio last time. He didn't even, it seemed like he didn't even really bother learning the song. Mm-hmm. This time, at least he learned the song, oh, you know, even though he, he did his crazy shit all over it, but at least it was cool. And, um, and who else? Uh, oh, Roy Z. Roy Z was the guitar player for Halford when Halford left Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. And he did his own, I go, yeah, cause that wasn't really the song. I go, it's cool what he did, but it wasn't really the song, you know? <laughs> so that was cool, but, you know, and then after that, immediately afterwards... You know, uh, random thing, I'd like to see, like, John Five or something hop on one of those. That would have been smooth, yeah. He was on one before, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, that would be cool. But he's coming around, but his show got postponed to April or something which is cool because I'm I'm kind of concentrated out to be honest with you yeah. you know at this age fucking shit it takes a little out of you but um, so immediately afterwards oh I fucking can't even fucking I can't gloss over um, Lee Kerslake was there mm-hmm. and so they brought him on stage and they gave him an award and you know whatever he's Huge, fucking fat yeah. shit, yeah. and uh, and he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, so he looked even like bigger, you know. <laughs> but uh, so he was, so he was up there, and then, uh, you know, he's talking, and then randomly he looks into the crowd, and he's like, "Hey!" And he's flipping off a guy, and the guy's flipping him off, and whatever, whatever. Come to find out, it's Max Norman, who's <laughs> the dude who uh, produced the, those two albums. Oh no, shit. you know, so he's in the fucking crowd, and he gets on stage and. So it was cool, man. It, it, it was a like a celebration. It was cool. Yeah. You know, then the uh, Bonzo Fest started immediately after, which was this dude, um, uh, Chaz West, who was a singer, mm-hmm. and the guitar player is Jimmy Burkhardt, and he looks just like uh, 20, 
five-year-old Jimmy Page. Yeah. You know, tall and skinny with the black hair and the less yeah. ball. And, and so they're, they're basically, they could be a, a Zeppelin tribute band. Yeah. With the guest drummers who were, who were uh, Carmine didn't play. He came out and talked. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking he might be too old to play that Bonham shit now. Yeah. You know, so he just like didn't play. Vinny played, they gave him an award, a Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever. Kenny Arnoff, he's the drummer from Chickenfoot. Mm-hmm. He was there. Charlie Benante from Anthrax was there. Frankie Bello played bass too, but not on the songs that Charlie played on, funny enough. Um, Greg Bissonette, who's the drummer from the David Lee Roth band, he was there. And that dude, Kotak, that dude who's in the Scorpions, Mm. He got kicked out for being a drunk, so, but he yeah. was there, you know. So uh, it was cool, man. You know, they played all the Zeppelin, you know, which which is fine. You know, it was it was, uh, it was cool. And the thing that surprised me about all that, all the whole thing put together, was that more people were there for the Bonzo Bash than for the Rhodes. Mm. Which, as a guitar player, I guess it kind of makes sense. More people probably have heard of John Bonham overall yeah. than Randy Rhodes, but I just like it's well, it's a low key Zeppelin tribute, show, yeah, basically, yeah. So, anyways, I, I was a little bit disappointed in that, but that's just me, yeah. you know. Uh, of course, uh, I would be, but um, but that was uh, that was the middle of a show sandwich, which was. Uh, I saw Marty Friedman the yeah. day before at the Brick by Brick, and uh, that shit was fucking awesome. He, you know, he he's very demanding of the crowd. Like he's like, "Fuck you, get up, fucking make," you know. He's like, and he won't like go to the next thing until you fucking make noise. Yeah, you know. So I was just like, on the one hand, I was like, "Man, this motherfucker is fucking kind of needy." Yeah, he's bossy. But yeah, but he actually got the crowd way way into it, so so yeah. it was cool, you know. Um, Sometimes they need to do that. Yeah, San Diego is notoriously laid. Uh, San back, Diego is so, too laid back. So you gotta do that extra work to get people fucking pumped, you know. Yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, it was good. And and uh, before them was Immortal Guardian. Okay. And they were rad. Like I don't like I don't know if you saw that video that I posted of the guitar player, but he's like playing guitar and he's got this keyboard tilted up so you can see it. Uh-huh. And he's like playing harmony leads with himself on the keyboard and on the guitar and shit. It was fucking insane. Yeah. I'd never really even seen anything like that. Mm. It was insane. And the singer was kind of Queensryche. It was cool. The bassist was kind of geezery. You know, yeah. they had a lot of elements of a of a fucking really good band, man. I I'll, I'll, I'll see them again. Like they're one of my like favorite, you know, bands I had never heard of now, yeah. you know. So yeah, they were good. Nice. And um, and yeah, and, and Marty Fried and Marty Friedman, uh, he uh, asked for a a guitar player to come in, come on stage from the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And fucking Lonnie's just like pushing me towards the stage, you know. And I'm just <laughs> like fucking. I had just cut my hand that yeah. day. So I should just sort out had a big old wrap around it, you know. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, you know. But it's a trip because you know, 
most girlfriends would be like, are you sure you want to get up there? Kind of holding you back or whatever. Yeah. She was pushing me out there, like, go on, get up there, talking all that shit all the time. Let's see, <laughs> you know? And uh, I was like, nah, nah, nah. But it was cool because the dude that got up there was totally didn't look like he could play anything. Yeah. You know, he's wearing one of those Dan Bublitz hats and shit. Yeah. But he fucking shredded, and he was nice. better than me. So I was, you know, it was good for everyone that it was him and yeah. not me. But I for sure would have went up there and made an ass of myself. Oh, that been, yeah, I'd be like, oh man, that. Well, yeah, that's that guy's like new. sick or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is probably uh, that maybe they have make a wish things for adults. Too. Yeah, no shit. So uh, that guy must be a comedian or something. So uh, so then, okay, so then the was it day before yesterday, we uh, we go to the brick by brick again for Tony McAlpine. Uh-huh. Now, there's a fucked up thing. It's a great thing and it's a fucked up thing, okay? Uh, the brick by brick, like, it seems like there's bands that that wouldn't, yeah, there's bands that wouldn't normally come here, but they come, and it's almost like a dress rehearsal, uh-huh. you know? So they could get, like, one good rehearsal in in front of a kind of a live crowd, <laughs> you know? And, and then they go to L.A. the next day. Yeah. So it's cool because you get to see them, and they might not have came here. Yeah. But it's fucked up because it's fucked up. Yeah. You know? And if, this, and if like, in this case, Tony McAlpine's shit was low. You couldn't hear him. If you can't hear the guitar player in a guitar band, it's almost like you can't hear the singer in a yeah. in a band. It's like you know? are you here? Exactly. So it's fucked up. That part was fucked up. But um, but two cool two cool things. One, the opening band Lonero, they're pretty fucking awesome. They're like uh, they call them guitar core. Uh-huh. So it's it's a weird. It's like thrash, but with fucking shreddy guitars mm-hmm. and no vocals, right? But I like them. And he's a Randy Rhodes disciple, so that makes me yeah. even like him even more. And then the dude in the middle, his name was Monty Pittman, and he's Madonna's guitar player. Ooh. Go figure. So he has like a Metro haircut and shit, but he shreds, yeah. right? And his shit was pretty heavy, so that was cool. So um, now we need to get out of this because yeah. we got to move on. That's, that was uh, long. It's a pretty cool uh, solo episode you just did there. Yeah, that was a yeah, <laughs> that was a long intro, but I had to get to it. I had to yeah. get to all that shit because I'm not going to talk about it again. Okay. All right. I don't think, yeah, I can. I don't see uh, you getting a chance to talk about Madonna's guitarist ever coming up again. Yeah, no, Monty Pittman, little Sick. short guy. Little, he was good though, man. He was good. Short, gay looking dude, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to uh, the actual point of the episode. Uh, you've. I mean, we're talking about live shows we've seen, so, you know, you've fucking expended all your time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But we, we wanted to get, we do a, you know, a few of the best ones we've been to, throw in, like, a worst one, mm-hmm. and uh, then our dream show that we wish we could have been able to see, or this and that. So, I'm going to start with, I figure start with the shit ones, mm-hmm. because that way you get it out of the way. Okay. And uh, then talk about cool things. But for me, I went and saw Rob Zombie in, oh God, it was like 2001 or 2002 or so. Uh, My girlfriend at the time, she really, she dug like a lot of the same music I did. And um, 
I knew she liked Rob Zombie, so I was like, oh, I'll get, I'll get tickets for that. So I went with her and my brother and one of my brother's friends. Like, my brother was still in high school, I think, even. Like, I think he was, like, a senior. So we go, because at the time, I'm like, fuck yeah, Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be sick. Mm-hmm. And I kind of look at, uh, you know, I'm looking up what the, the opening acts are. Mm-hmm. And the first opener was The Damned. Okay. Which is a punk band. Right. And they're a fucking cool punk band. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed their set the most out of anything. Oh, wow. Because they were pretty they're pretty fucking cool, but the crowd wasn't really into them. Because they're not an old school punk audience. Right. So the crowd was pretty mild for them. I was cheering because I'd looked, I'd never heard of them before until then. And mm-hmm. I asked my friend, like, hey, who is in a punk? I'm like, have you ever listened to The Damned? He's like, oh, shit, they're fucking sick. Mm-hmm. It's like, I love The Damned. So I was on Napster immediately. Right. Yeah, know? so you had a positive attitude towards them yeah. when they came out. Yeah. So I listened to some of their shit and I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, the second opener... Uh, was a band that I've never heard of before or since. Like, I've tried to Google these fuckers and, like, come up with nothing, but it's some, like, new metal-y type band called uh, Sinistar. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And uh, <laughs> they were very, very early 2000s sounding metal. Yeah. And they fucking sucked. Uh. Like, I saw it, I'm like, ugh, these guys are booty. Like, no- none of it was fun. It was just... One of those bands where everything kind of was very samey sounding, mm-hmm. like they kind of they reminded me a little bit of like Seven Dust, okay, like that kind of shit. And so I was already like, boo, yeah, boo, fuck these guys. They were like named after an old arcade game. Yeah, remember that game. And uh, so I was already like, these guys suck. And then Rob Zombie finally, he's he's on. And then Rob Zombie fucking half-asses it. Like, I don't know if he was off that night or drunk or what, but it's like he could barely be, like, bothered to remember the lyrics of any of his songs. And that's the thing Uh, with Rob Zombie and White Zombie. Like, nobody knows the fucking lyrics of those songs anyway. Right. But it's like, apparently neither does he. Yeah. So it seemed like he was just, like, (laughs) taking, like, verses off and shit like that and right. it just was boring and like the stage show wasn't as sick as I thought it would be um, so the whole thing was just kind of a fucking flop um, and, I re- and it was short mm-hmm. like his set felt like it was like maybe like an hour at most right you know and when you're a big name headliner you gotta play fucking longer than that mm-hmm. When unless you're old and you're dual headlining with people if you're the big name at the time, fucking, you need to be up there doing like an hour and a half or right. something. But he basically kind of went through a few of his white zombie hits and then shit off of his, I think he had only had a couple solo albums out at that time. And then when it finally got good, when I got into it, it was over. Mm. Like it was, he played um, House of a Thousand Corpses and this was before the movie had come out. Right. So you get like video of the fucking movie and scenes of that while they're playing the song, mm-hmm. and the song's pretty fucking like evil and dark yeah, yeah, yeah. and cool, and it had an awesome vibe to it. And then that was the last song they played. Right. So I finally was like, oh, this this concert's finally fucking taking off, taking off, and then it was done, uh, and there was like no encore. Oh wow. 
So like, he's uh, uh, dispensing with traditional norms. Yeah. So yeah. everybody left going like that sucked. Yeah. And you know it's funny because the, my ex, um, I'm still friends with her. Uh-huh. She's the only ex I have that I'm still friends with. And she was all stoked to see Rob Zombie again because she was going to see him. Uh, when he had a big show not a few months ago, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, oh, tagged herself like with her her fiance, like going to see Rob Zombie, and I want to be like, hopefully it doesn't suck this time. Yeah, no shit. But at this point, like when you're tagging yourself with yeah. your fiance, I don't think the ex boyfriend needs to fucking no, get all up in your No, so no, it's funny. Encore <laughs> seems silly till you don't get one. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Is usually it's like it's they're obnoxious in a way because it's like. Yeah, they're gonna play those songs anyway. Right, but it's just like they fucking are making you cheer for them. Right, right, right. So that was my worst show I've been to. There you go. Oh, I've been to some shit shows, man. But, um, but you know, like uh, with a lot of things, there's a lot of shit that I don't remember. So a lot of fools got away with shit that you know I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But the my worst personal show. We have this thing in San Diego called the Concert Archive. Where you could actually uh, look up and find out like what the actual dates were and shit. Yeah. If you can get any of the details right. So this was actually June sixth of 06. Uh-huh. Sports Arena, Slayer, Lamb of God, and Mastodon. Right? On paper that's sick. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. And it was like uh basically like uh, half arena, uh-huh. you know. But half arena like where the whole arena was still open, you yeah. know? Um, and so I went, it was me, Lenny, and Danny Gomez, and and uh, I was wasted, and I drove. <laughs> and I, you know, and I was wasted. And, um, and for whatever reason, I lost track of those fools, you yeah. know? And so I'm in the pit, and everything's cool and whatever, and, uh, and I, I go, like, out to the edge of the pit for a little bit of a rest, and then some fool just falls right into my leg. Oh, that's right? the one where you blew out yeah. your ACL or something? So, yeah, I blew out, yeah, I blew out my MCL, and so, and it was right at the beginning of Slayer. Oh, right? no. So, basically, I fucking, somebody fucking dragged me out of the pit. Yeah. You know, which was cool of them. Yeah. And then I had to fucking just, like, get up. You know, and fucking <laughs> go up the steps. Yeah, and, shit. and fucking so I limped up the fucking steps, and I and I found a chair, and I fucking just sat there and watched the rest. I already knew that my fucking knee was fucked. I mean, yeah. There was no way I could put any weight on it or whatever. And so, um, but like I said, I would have just left. But like I said, I drove and I didn't know where those fools were, so I had to yeah. wait. Finally, they come out. And I'm like, okay, so I drive both of them home. This is just uh, me with my left foot, yeah. you know, and and then drove myself to the fucking emergency room. Oh man! So that was fucking. Uh, that was that. That was the and, last time you're in the pit. Right? Yeah, it's the last time I'll ever be in the pit. And I, it was it was the time that I realized I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, you know, period. And now I just I really fucking kind of hate it. And it, like I just like. It's stupid because I used to like it, yeah. you know, but I just think like, like we were at the brick by brick, not this last time, but the time before, and there's these fucking woods that were there and they were like, you know, 
shit starters and, and yeah uh, there's always those dicks and it's always like the fucking nazis and yeah shit. yeah that everybody's having a good time and all of a sudden they're throwing elbows at right people. right so next thing you know i gotta put lonnie in front of me and then my, and then my, <laughs> my attention is like you know because they're behind us yeah and my attention is like kind of on the stage kind of back there you know like and ah man anyway <laughs> the visual initially is like ah fuck there's some crazy shit breaking out. Time to put huh. my chicken. Put in front of yeah, so she can fucking block. How much do <laughs> you love me, babe? Take an elbow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I feel <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, it's just I kind of hit that point too, where I realize it's like the risk reward starts really fucking getting skewed the older you get. Because mm-hmm. it's like when you're 19 and you're in the pit and everybody, bah, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah, cool. And then it's all it takes is someone to pop you with an elbow good or fucking there's always that dickhead that just wants to punch people for some reason. Yep. Or somebody spilled something and you're going to fucking slip slide into something else. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, yeah, you slip, you fucking bump some guy's chick that's in the fucking pit for some reason. Yeah. And he's fucking beating the shit out of you. Yeah. Get off my fucking chick. Like, it's... That's the downside of fucking metal, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of dumb meatheads. I, I kind of hope that shit goes away, but, you know, whatever. It is, I, whatever I feel it is. like it's got to be on its way out. Like, yeah. Kids aren't as into metal as they used to be. Yeah. And and, and, uh, and violence is not acceptable. Yeah. Even, even pretend violence. Yeah. And when you look at pits now, it's all fucking circle pits. And right. Shit. It's not the fucking massive insanity of just roiling fucking right. maggots destroying yeah, each other like, yeah, that it sure. used to be um, so okay that's fair enough I'm gonna go to my my number three coolest show I've been to um, this is the first time I got to see a Kiss Farewell <laughs> okay <laughs> but the, when I saw Kiss the, uh, the Farewell show in 2000 at the San Diego Sports Arena um Watched the video of it not that long ago. It was still pretty good. So it held up. Like, but at the time, it's one of those things where, hey, this is a really fucking fun live band. It's the four original members. They're supposedly going away forever. So, of course, you got to be like, I got to be there. So right. it was like me, my brother, my friend Sean, and my friend Andy all went. And, you know, it was just a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Even when they were playing the shit we didn't like. We mm-hmm. were still having fun. Where did they play? Uh, San Diego Sports Arena. Right. Um, this is I I. That's one of those I think I was there, but I can't be sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I st- like you know it was it was fun, and they stuck mostly to their '70s shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just interesting to see them in costume with Ace and Peter playing shit like "Lick It Up." Right. And "Heaven's on Fire." Yeah. And you know weird shit. Shit like that, but you know it was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heaven's on fire translates well, yeah. You know, especially with their stage show, so that big flames fucking roaring, and yeah. I was just like, "How fucking hot is it on stage?" Because I can feel it, and I have the cheap seats. Right. Yeah. No shit. So. No shit. And that was a, a fun one. Uh, uh, Skid Row was the first opening act. Uh, Skid Row minus Sebastian Bach. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, we did find flyers for a Sebastian Bach show on on the car when we went out. Uh, so okay. we just assumed it was him personally, like paper and everybody. Right, right, right. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> these guys. Um, and then Ted Nugent was the, basically the feature of it, and 
It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. That sounds like a good show. He puts on a good show. He's just a fucking piece of shit. Right. It's shut up. You know, because that was the thing is we're into it, you know. And, you know, my friend Andy, who is like super left wing, like Mm -hmm. always has been, was like, yeah, fucking right wing rocker. Fuck this fool. Right. He still kind of dug the songs. Well, yeah. And everybody's getting into it. And he's playing Kiss My Ass, you know. Everybody's into it. Kiss my ass. Bill Clinton. You know, shit like that. And then you get out of no, you know. And if you don't speak English, get the fuck out of America. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I guess we're at a Klan rally now. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Yeah, fuck that guy. And then Kiss being Kiss was fucking cool. Yeah. And they they will never say nothing like that. But uh, that's still (laughs) I remember. The thing that made me laugh about Skid Row, too, was um, when they announced him. It's like, make some noise for Skid. Fucking... Oh, and then like you know, in the middle of it, whoever the guy was singing from at the time's like, "Who oh, I was excited to see the Motor City Madman Ted Nugent." Yeah. Who's here to see Kiss? Yeah. Obviously, everybody. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, we're Skid Row, and we're gonna fucking rock you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It was, I mean, that's you, you got to fake it till you yeah, make it. Two out of three ain't bad for yeah. this show. Oh yeah, no, great. All right, let's go to my one of mine's, and I guess I'll just go in order because they're in order. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is December thirteenth, nineteen eighty six, at the no longer open California Theater. Okay, this is downtown, and there was a we there used to be a lot of shows there, and it was a kick ass little theater. It was there, and then they had the Fox Theater that was also down. There. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Inve, Saxon, and Black and Blue. Oh shit! Which I didn't know at the time, and that I didn't know until I looked it up today. But it was Tommy Thayer. Tommy Thayer. That's right. Tommy Thayer was in that. Band. Yeah. So I've seen Tommy Thayer before. We're gonna see. Yeah. We're gonna have a reunion again on the seventh. You know. <laughs> but, Black and Blue. Yeah. So it was Black and Blue, and then Saxon, and this is fucking Saxon in '86. They mm. were fucking kick ass. Yeah. And then Inve and fucking. Like, Inve fucking changed my life on that day. You yeah. know, it's just like, fuck, dude. I can't I can't believe this motherfucker. I can't believe what I'm fucking seeing. And um, and that was when I was, you know, um, I was 17. I was playing guitar like six, seven hours a day. Yeah. You know, it was just like fucking yes, yes. And he was my, he was my number one dude who was still alive. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck yeah, that was... And, so yeah, that that fucking show made an impression on me. Oh, cool! And then, funny enough, from the archives, my next show on my list, which I'll get into later, was only five days later. Oh, well, that's a fun little but, stretch there. Yeah. Um, you know, honorable mention around that same time period, I I did see Raffi live, so that was a pretty imp- impressive time period. Okay. You got to see, you got to hear all the hits like Baby Beluga and. You know, right <laughs> down by the sea. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Down by the bay. I'm sorry. Right, that's the dude. I don't want any Raffy heads fucking messaging <laughs> me, being like, "You're fucking up the song." Yeah, damn um, it. So anyway, <laughs> I will mention. I just wanted to fucking make you feel old uh, for a split second there. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so number two. 
for me, this is basically, honestly, this is basically 1A and 1B. <clears throat> it's so fucking close, it's hard to pick, but I'm just going to fucking pick based on which one fucking made me nearly go deaf more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go in. It's got to be Motorhead. No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, number two is uh, actually, uh, Black Sabbath at the uh, the end at the Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl. Um, just for the fucking vibe. Great fucking yeah. show. It was a great show. The opener was at the fucking Sons of... Yeah, Rebel Sons Rebel or Sons. some shit like that. Yeah, I, can't, I want to say Sons of Thunder, but that was like the fucking like, fake band in uh, Airheads that the Lone Rangers... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rebel Sons that were kind of like a bluesy... Right, rock metal thing was fucking. It was okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not in this for the opening right. act at all. We missed a lot of that anyway, didn't we? No, we saw. Uh, uh, oh, I was waiting in line. You for must have something. Fucking maybe waiting for a soda or something. Yeah, some... I saw the whole thing and it was all right. The dude was like from fucking Long Beach and had like that faux British accent. Okay. So I was like, I already don't like this guy. Yeah. It's like we're rebel sons from Long Beach, you know, like okay. you don't sound like that. That's right. Like, that's a dude that came up with his rocker persona to try to fucking get pussy, and yeah. now he can't disconnect from it anymore. Right. Right. And, that's funny. And it's like we're just so honored to be here at the Hollywood Bowl. And I remember it's like Dave Callens, I think, said it because he was. We, we wrote up with him and uh, David Novin, and he goes, enjoy it because you're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was all right, but it was fucking Sabbath, man. Yeah, man. Sabbath, as a, a, we said before, it was a solid representation mm-hmm. of Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It sucked that Billy Ward couldn't fucking, kind of aged out. Yeah. Know, but fucking Tony... Clefutos is yeah. a fucking monster. He killed it. So it's like that. This kid is a fucking, b- and he's fucking drumming for Ozzy. So yeah. when we finally get to see Ozzy in July, yeah, we're we'll gonna see, get to yeah. see that same fucking same drum thunder. solo, probably. But yeah. So that whole thing was just fucking tight, and it was just that was the biggest, probably the biggest concert I've been to as yeah. far as just as many people there. That's Lonnie's favorite show. Yeah. She like, always talks about it. Like that and when we like when we saw Metallica at Petco were probably the two most packed. Yeah. Just cause but you know the whole Which was thing, another pretty good fucking yeah, show. They barely missed out just to some of these ones, but just you know, the sea of people because the way the Hollywood Bowl is structured. Right. Like when you're at Petco everybody's fucking on top of each other. Right. It's a baseball scene. But yeah. when you're just Looking out, yeah, at a mass of people in an arena, which yeah. it made the cheap seats kind of cooler. Yeah, yeah. But it was like you felt like this was a fucking event. This was oh like yeah the biggest thing in the world yeah. at that moment. And then you had to fucking walk like three miles back yeah. to the car. Yeah, because just getting up there is like you're making a pilgrimage yeah. to something. <laughs> to fucking yeah, yeah. Walking back sucks. Oh, yeah. I was like, I didn't have anything to drink that whole show. Right. And then we had to fucking walk back. To yeah. like where we parked over uh, at the fucking mall. Yeah. Where we had like dinner before. Yeah. So, that, that Cabo Wabo. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking stopped at like a 7-Eleven and I just, oh my God, I never, like the best tasting energy drink I ever had. Was there that you moment. go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's number two for me has to be that. So, All right. Number two for me is weird because 
when I've always, when I've told the story before, I told it wrong mm-hmm. because I conflate things, you know. And um, and what happened was this was a like a few days later from that English show, and it was David Lee Roth band. Yeah. And um, the opener was Cinderella. Now, that same year, I saw Motley Crue, and the opener was White Snake. Uh-huh. And I almost kind of like forgot that Motley Crue played. And yeah. I added White Snake to this lineup. <laughs> that sounds you know? like a sick show that you, yeah. that you thought you saw. That I thought I saw, <laughs> which was, you know, which was great. But, you know, basically, it, it was the David Lee Roth band, you yeah. know, and it was fucking, they were, they were like, just fucking energized, dude. I mean, yeah. everybody, like, Dave was excited to get his own, to get to do his own shit. Yeah. These dudes were all excited to yeah. fucking finally be on the big stage, yeah. you know, and they fucking kicked ass, Now, man. this was... During like the Steve Vai, yeah, it was uh, right after the first yeah. album. So yeah, that was a fucking tight, tight fucking band. Fuck yeah, <clears throat> and it was mostly Van Halen set. Yeah, you know they they fifty fifty, uh, but a little bit more Van Halen. Yeah, and um, and Steve Vai was every bit the fucking guitar player. You know, yeah. So it was fucking and and with a and with a better bass player. Yeah. And uh, probably a better drummer. So it was a fucking, it was a that's sick ass band. Dude. Yeah, Alex that, is that's a Alex is a beast. But yeah, uh, so it so it was right there. It was right there. And uh, but Dave was, I mean, if you compared Dave then to Dave now, you would think he's dead now. Yeah, that's how fucking much the difference is. Oh, yeah, you got yeah, fucking. Prime Diamond Dave. Oh right yeah, there. man! Jumping and leaping and fucking playing drums. He played drums. Yeah. It was it was it was fucking awesome. It was cool. And I also uh, had sex on the grounds of the sports arena that day. <laughs> there you go. So that's the added highlight to to that fucking to that day. And it was yeah, great fucking show. Nice. So that's my two. So that's uh, I'm a little jelly there. So number one. Um, Motorhead <laughs> actually that was where it was so fucking close and I just have to give when I saw Motorhead at the House of Blues uh, I think it was about 2010 um, just the slight edge just because you know it was Motorhead in the perfect environment to see Motorhead mm-hmm. and while it, it was cool that we had the cheaper seats when we saw Sabbath I had fucking front row for Motorhead. Right. So I was front row floor. And um, <clears throat> the thing, and on top of that, um, the first off, the opening acts were fucking great also. That's where uh, I first seen Valiant Thor opening there. And their set was so fucking killer that my brother immediately bought like two of their CDs. Mm. And we listened to those like on the way back after the show, like I got into them immediately and started <clears throat> telling everybody, like, listen to this fucking band. Mm. And uh, they had like a part during the, the fucking set where they had kind of like a little bit of a, like a breakdown part in the in the song where it's just the bass and drums and shit and the fucking lead singer fucking climbs out in the audience. And so he was right there mm-hmm. in the middle of it and he's fucking like 
crouched down. So he's got all the fucking crowd all crouching down and fucking bobbing with them and shit like that. Right. So I was like, this guy's fucking commanding. And uh, then I found out they have like a fun gimmick where they're um, this the backstory of their band that they don't play it up on stage. It's just random that they have an extra gimmick. Is they're supposedly like aliens that okay. came to Earth to save it with rock and roll. Oh, rad. <laughs> But they, it's yeah. not like a stage show about it. Right. It's just like that's this weird backstory to their band that right. they came up with. Yeah. But they have like some of the fucking songs kind of, they have like a, a song called Tomorrow Police. Right. So it's all about how fucking corrupt the police are in the future and how fucked up the system is. Right. And how we need to fix it now and right. change course. So that's that was hilarious. fun. And then Clutch was the second opener. And the Clutch is pretty fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I had heard of them a little bit before, and they're kind of interesting because they're kind of doomy and droney mm-hmm. compared to, you know, Motorhead. Mm-hmm. But it was a, I definitely enjoyed their shit. So it's, you know, you got two really good openers in a row, and fucking Motorhead when they're still, it's not what you consider prime, prime. Like, I think, like, here's the thing. It feels like Lemmy didn't really lose that much of a no. step. Lemmy was prime until the last year. Yeah, like he was fucking like he might not move around on stage as much. Right. But everything else was right fucking there. The mm-hmm. band was fucking as good as it had ever been, even mm-hmm. if like they weren't the original members anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know, they you know, the guys in the band had all been in the band for over a decade at right. that point. Right. And they're strong. Yeah. And it was just fucking ear melting like right. I was like cause I'm right there in the fucking front row and I'm just like nah I didn't need fucking you know earplugs yeah and it was just a relentless fucking sonic Hell assault yeah, the whole time and then about a quarter of the way or so through the fucking set yeah, let me go in there. Like, <laughs> Who wants us to be louder? And yeah. people are like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, yeah. yeah not really. <laughs> it's like, you guys are pretty loud, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I was a little, you know, my, I was drowned out. You yeah. Know, my vote didn't count. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, actually, maybe turn it down a smidge. Yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah, you know. level up. <laughs> So yeah. the thing is about that too that made that show that much sweeter for me was the fact that I almost didn't fucking see it. Right. So I got my tickets. I was fucking pumped. Right. You know, my brother, he likes Motorhead not as much as me. Like Motorhead was like my top three favorite bands. Mm-hmm. So this was one of my bucket list bands mm-hmm. that I was like, I, I'm fucking seeing Motorhead. Like I had pictures of it on Facebook. Like I'm seeing Motorhead tonight. Yeah. We get there. Fucking bouncers checking IDs. He ch- he takes mine, looks at it real quick, hands it back. He's like, go on. And I'm walking in. He's like, wait a minute, come back here real quick. Let me see your ID again. You know, this is expired. Uh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'm waiting to get mine in my uh, replacement in the mail. I was fucking lying. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just too lazy to go to the DMV. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, can't let you in with an expired ID, man. And I'm just like, I, I wanted to fucking like turn into a white lady that just got yeah, told like her coupon oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. expired. Like, totally. Because I was this close to being like, 
this shit expiring doesn't make me not fucking 30. Right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't it's not, make that not me. Yeah, it's not like I was like skirting it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I was well over 21 at yeah. that point. And I was just, instead, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck, what to do. Right. So I go and fucking, I just kind of walk off. This is House of Blues? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. So I'm texting my brother. They're not fucking letting me in. And I thought for a second I might have to like scalp my tickets. Yeah. My brother got his all scanned in already. Right. He's in the show. Right. So he's like, where the fuck did Mike go? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. After about five minutes, the bouncer's kind of looking at me. I just must have looked just sad. Mm-hmm. Because I was so fucking excited to see Motorhead. Right. And it was like disappearing in front of me. Yeah. And he's like, come here. And he's like, I don't I don't want to be a fucking dick and ruin your night. Just fucking go in. But yeah. you need to get a replacement ID. Yeah. Sap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... You wanted to flex on me a little bit. A little bit, yeah. You wanted to let me know you're in charge. Because he, because he could have just let it go. You were already past him. He yeah. He just fucking, eh. He could have let it go. He wanted to flex his authority a little bit. And he probably wanted to see how I was going to react. Like, if I fucking argued with him, I was definitely not getting in. Right. But the fact that I kind of just got mm, sad. Wah, and, wah. You know, like, oh. <laughs> he was just like, fuck, I'm ruining this dude's night. <laughs> yeah. Go in, you know. So, but it was worth it and I I fucking thought I had permanent hearing damage. Right. Like I fucking left and it had that, you know, everything sounds underwater. Right. Feeling and that persisted for about 5 days. Damn. <laughs> like, I've, I was like I made a horrible mistake. By yeah. not, you know, cuz it's like you don't go wear earplugs at a fucking no. show. That's bitch status. Right. Now I'm like I I see I see the wisdom in it. Yeah. Lonnie got me some for this weekend, and I had one in for probably like 15, 20 minutes, yeah. and then took it out. Because it just like was fucking with my fucking, I don't know. Yeah, you weren't enjoying Equilibrium. It. Yeah. 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 Um, man, this next one, both of my first ones were from 86. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to jump forward like 20 years. I'm out. Right? <laughs> And um, for this one, this one, well, I mean, the lineup's going to fucking tell you the whole story, but not really, because, like, I'd just gotten out of prison. I fucking, uh, that basically meant, like, I hadn't, I hadn't listened to hardly, like, any heavy metal or picked up a, a guitar in fucking three years. Yeah. You know, I was rapping, you know, so I was, like, into that whole shit. Yeah. But, don't do that to you. Yeah, but um, <laughs> converted to Islam, right? You know, but the but hey, I'm Frog X now. Fool. Frog X. <laughs> but the lineup fucking got me. The fact that Lenny wanted to go, I hadn't been in a concert with for, with him for in however long, mm-hmm. and then Roy, my brother-in-law, that was the first concert I went to with him, yeah. right? And it was all we were all brought together because the lineup was fucking Iron Maiden. Dio and Motorhead, so it was just like, well, fuck, you know, you gotta, you gotta go to this. So we go down there, right? And um, and one of my signature moves in those days was that, you know, like normally I wear boxer briefs, right? 
but for but for these concerts and shit, sports arena or whatever, I'll wear tidy whities <laughs> right? And I'll stick a pint down there and just walk in. Like it ain't shit because normally they don't just get that close to that yeah, region, right? right? You're going to touch your dick. Right. Well, this guy got awful close, <laughs> you know, and fucking felt it, you know? And he's like, no, you got to fucking get, you got to go out. You got to go... So You're over like, here. Why are you touching my dick? Yeah, me? you know, it's fucking my big glass dick, you know? <laughs> so fucking, you got uh, me excited. Yeah. I'm hard and cold. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, I'm just going to get back in line. There's no way I'm going to get the same guy again, you know? And I'm just going to walk in, right? Yeah. Sure enough, same fucking guy again. And he's just like, you still got it? And I'm just like... Get out of line. He's like, ask your mom if I still got it. Yeah. So, so, uh, third time was the charm. They didn't let me in again the third time. So I just fucking walked to the line, to the end of the line, and I'm like, Roy, you want to hit this? He's like, nah. I'm like, Lenny, Lenny took a drink, and then I just fucking took that whole fucking pint to the head. Yeah. And fucking got back in the line. And when you, and no matter how much you drink, when you take a pint to the head, you're gonna get fucked up. Yeah. You know, so I was fucked up, and we were fucking like we were walking, and you know, th- this is back in the days when I mean, like I say, I was already old, but you know, faded and whatever. So we're like climbing over the rows yeah. instead of like going down and walking down the road. <laughs> we're climbing and and. Uh, and my foot goes into the oh. chair. And so I like my fucking legs stuck in the fucking chair. And Roy has to go under the chair and untie my shoes so I can fucking uh, get it. My but bad foot from the monster. From the other, uh, yeah. So this, so, uh, so this was, yeah, see, this was before that. This oh, okay. was before that. This was like three years before that. Oh, but yeah, man, I mean, it was fucking Motorhead. And then fucking Dio. And then fucking Maiden. And it was fucking awesome. And the cool thing about that show is that it started a, a it started a trend that me and Roy would go see Iron Maiden every time they came. Yeah. Which they came here a few more times after that. Then they fucking we got knocked off the rotation. So now we had to go to either Irvine or fucking um, San Bernardino to see them. But it was cool because those shows became like the reunion shows with the mm-hmm. dudes that I knew from Spain, George and them, and Phil made it to one, and and uh, and they just became like huge parties, you know. Yeah. And so and so that and really kind of what it's all about because like you know like you could be like a music lover and just go to concerts like by yourself or yeah. you know, but. It really ain't the fucking. It ain't the same, you know. No, it's, it's you're, the whole appeal is you're hanging out with your friends. Yeah, and fucking you know, rocking out, camaraderie, time party together. time, inside yeah. jokes that come from some shit that happened yeah. later on. You know, um, you give your one friend too much edibles and he can't handle it, and so <laughs> that's fucking that becomes a thing. You know, all that shit, and that all started with with that show. Yeah. So that's so that's great. Yeah, that's one of, yeah, that's one of those things you go now. It's like, hey, careful, fucking, don't get your foot stuck, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> hey, you want to go in the pit? You still got one good leg, right? Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of fucking. I mean, and you know, with me, I would be drunk, so I would be doing all kinds of ridiculous mm-hmm. shit, anyways. But the like, you know, there was a time where I fucking kicked the fucking 
like a you know the big fucking orange cones. Yeah. And I kicked the fucking cone to fucking like try to make a scene, send it flying and shit. <laughs> I didn't know the cone was sitting on a pole. <laughs> Yo, fuck my fucking leg up again. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, so yeah, man, there's all kinds of fucking yeah. shit like that and, and, and cool stories and cool things about those shows. Yeah, pretty much, like for me, it's uh, the majority of shows I've gone to, I've gone with my brother. Right. So it's, you know, me, that's kind of the thing me and my brother do. Right. We go to fucking concerts and shit. Right. And uh, we'll, go to, we, we'll go to concerts and we'll go to like wrestling events and... Wrestling events, I can at least get my wife to go to because she got into that. Right. So she's gone to the last few. Right. Um, but she's not into the, the same music I am, so I can't fucking drag her to a metal show. Right. I can get my brother anytime to go to that shit. Right. Um, <clears throat> For so, Lonnie, it's cool, man, because she, you know, she like she likes she likes the shit that I like now. Not all of it. Yeah. But she likes uh, the majority of it. And I get into the shit that she likes. Like this uh, next week, we're going to go see Kiss on the 7th. Mm. And on the 8th, we're going to go up to L.A. and see War Paint. Yeah, and that's that like, chick band. Yeah, and they, they're cool, man. And so, you know, it's that. And, and then and then with Roy and then the Spain Boys, those are the other good crew to go to shit with. So, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so now we're at, what's your... Uh, your dream show that that's I don't know if I want to have this as like shows that have actually happened or a one that you just wish would happen whatever's clever either one for you um, for me I was on the I'm on the fence with that because when I heard uh, uh, when they were talking about what was supposed to be kind of like that rainbow fest type thing right that sounded sick I yes, wish that would have been awesome. instead of what we got. Right. Um, and it didn't even come here. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, but uh, for me, it's so fucking close. Um, it would have to either be, like, seeing Van Halen in, like, 1980 or 81. Right. Like, right around when they're, like, you know, because it sounds like the fucking, by the time 1984 came out. Yeah, that's when like, I saw him. It was kind of a, it was getting to be close to a bit of a shit show. Yeah, they were burned out. With Dave fucking just taking songs off practically. Like, yeah. you know, not even forgetting the lyrics, but just like not even bothering with them. Yeah. Like, ah, make some noise. Like the whole fucking show type of Right, thing. right, right. But, you know. Yeah, he was more into his sword shit. But, you know, <laughs> I've seen those videos of him like right around Fair Warning. Oh, yeah. They're still, it was fucking legit. And, you know, here's the thing. I wish some good video of those shows would come out, man. That would be awesome. Yeah. I've seen some decent video. Yeah. But here's the thing. like, uh, Especially this one I saw that it must have, must have been when they're touring for Fair Warning. Um, people always say, like, you know, Dave could never sound a good live. Mm-hmm. It was all about the show. But, dude, he sounded pretty fucking good in some of those recordings I saw. Yeah. Like, it was a close approximation of the album. Yeah. He could sound good when he wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it was because they were specifically videoing that show. Because it's like an entire concert is right. recorded from beginning to end. Right. So maybe he was trying a little bit harder on the vocals. Yeah. But. I mean, for sure he could. He sounded good before they had albums. Yeah. So, yeah, for but sure he then, could. Uh, it's either that or um, seeing Ozzy with fucking Randy. Like, right. There's so little video right. and recordings of that that it's just like, 
it's such a fucking important time period for metal and guitar rock and everything else. Right. And there's barely any documentation of it. Right. It's just like, if you were there, you were there. And if you weren't, like, there's not a ton yeah. of footage. Yeah, hardly any. You know, I'm, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of shitty-ass, like, Super 8 video out there. Right. People. But, you know, there's not any real, a ton of official footage. No. And... No, it's so, sadly. And it's so weird that such an influential guitarist doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, footage and recorded material. Right, He's right. He's got those first couple of um, Quiet Riot albums that, like, barely did anything in the States but were, like, popular in Europe. Mm-hmm. And he's got two Aussie albums. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. And he's got the shit that they cobbled together for tribute. Yeah. You know, so. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's actually, that's one of mine, obviously. Um, the, the background to that whole thing is that... Um, the first concert, well, I heard that I saw Alice Cooper when I was a little kid, but oh, yeah. I don't remember anything about that. So I, so I can't say other than other than people. There are people who say that they took me to that. Okay, um, <laughs> my parents actually saw Alice Cooper on their honeymoon. Wow, they got married in Vegas in '77, and Alice Cooper was in town that week. So my mom, not an Alice Cooper fan, right. Uh, my dad was like, let's go see Alice Cooper. And my yeah. mom, fresh. Probably thought it was a lady. She's, well, she knew who Alice Cooper <laughs> okay. was. Okay, well, yeah. My mom's favorite singer is Neil Diamond. Okay, yeah. So she was like, okay. Yeah. Being a good sport. Right. And oh, then was wow. like, what the fuck? Yeah. But she said it was interesting. So. Right. So uh, my first official concert that I ever went to, and it was uh, the first concert that we ever went to, like, without... Mm-hmm any adult supervision or anything like that because we were 12. Yeah. Right? And it was um, my friend Ricky, who is now better known as fucking Enrique Montagudo, the Mr. Trumpster guy. White boy Ricky. Yeah. He fucking, he won tickets on the radio on KGB to go see Triumph, right? Mm -hmm. At the Fox Theater downtown. Yeah. Now... We had these tickets, so we were just like, well, okay, well, we got to figure out how we're going to go, you know, but we only had two tickets, so nobody could take us or anything. It was like, what are we going to do? So we fucking basically played it off as if the Fox Theater was just a normal theater <laughs> and the movie was called Triumph yeah. and fucking got them to drop us off and fucking went to the show. So we were 12, you know, but it was like a one-off because we still weren't allowed to do that, you know, in in 1981, right? So, um, so basically, we weren't going to be able to pull that shit off again. So later (laughs) on that year, when Ozzy came, we couldn't go. Yeah. And when uh, Sabbath came with Dio, yeah. you know, we couldn't go. And so those are the two fucking shows that I fucking wish I had fucking gone to the most. Yeah. Um, and, and probably would have made the most tremendous impact because even Triumph made a fucking 
big fucking impact, and I didn't really like Triumph that much. <laughs> but they were, it was just so rad and so loud and so yeah. fucking, yeah, you know. So, man, yeah, I can't imagine how fucking great that would have been. Either Ozzy yeah. or, or, and it would have probably been at the Fox Theater. You know, I think I think that is where Ozzy came on the first the first tour. Um, so yeah, man, that, those would be Ozzy with Randy and and Sabbath with Dio that, that yeah. right around the same time. Couldn't couldn't see either one, and Randy died and Dio left Ozzy, which uh, Dio left Sabbath. Which I later on saw Heaven and Hell, but yeah. not the same thing. Not, yeah, not, not. eighty one to two thousand seven. Yeah, it's not the same fucking thing. So, yeah. you, you know, ever fess up to your parents and tell them? Uh, that uh, and- you know, my like my mom, she she can't for whatever reason. Whenever I'm telling the truth about something, she thinks I'm lying, and whenever I'm lying about something, she thinks I'm telling the truth. So she wouldn't she wouldn't know or believe me anyway. No. Because you know, because when I tell her all the crazy thing shit that I used to do back then, she's like, No, you didn't. I'm like, Well, yeah. We right, did. Mom, you remember I was in prison, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you were not. Stop were telling just, people that. You're on vacation. Yeah. You went to, you went to go to Oh, oh for sure, that's what she told people. She told people that I was living in Riverside, I think. Oh, or yeah. something like that. Because <laughs> I was working out there, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever is fucking clever. You know. Well, I, that's fucking cool. I already told you. You know, I already said what my first concert was. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking rappy. Uh, it's kind of funny. The uh, just a random thing. It's not what I'd consider a f- good concert by any standards. Now, the first actual show I went to, it was kind of a show, but um, there's a local ska band. Uh, Bucko Nine. Okay. Um, they were recording a video for their song uh, "My Town." Mm-hmm. That you know, I got a shit ton of radio play because it was a song about San Diego by a band from San Diego mm-hmm. during the ska boom that right. lasted about a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all over ninety one X and shit, and they got out. Oh, they're shooting a video at a uh, um, Mission Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, right by Belmont Park type of thing. And uh, so me and my friends all went because it was a live video type thing. So it's basically, there's other stuff that happens in the video, but a good chunk of it is like them playing live. Right. So they needed people to be there to be the audience. Right. So we went. And the downside is you basically had to hear this one song. Like 50 fucking times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got to get all the shots. You get all the angles, yeah. But the upside is, is you know, at the time if you're into it, um, they also played like a show. Mm-hmm. After, like, after they thought they're done, um, they were like, they're, they played a show. Mm-hmm. So they just played like the rest you know, of the album. They're set right, yeah. and whatever. And it was fun. You know, it's one of those things like, you know, in retrospect, I'm not super into ska. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at the time I was like 16 and me and my friends all fucking piled in my friend Larry's car and went down to, down to the beach to watch a ska band play. And then my dickhead friends dished me. Uh, and this was pre cell phone days. <laughs> shit. So it was also one of the worst shows I went to because they were like, Hey, we need to go back to the car to get something. You need anything? I was like, nah, I'm fine. You'll be back. In a, I'll be right here. 
And then they got to the car, and uh, yeah, it was my friend Larry, Sean, uh, Ben, and Russell. And uh, they're like, wouldn't it be funny if we just like went somewhere? And Ben, who I've known since like first grade, is like, no. Mm. But everybody else, like at that time period, I was like that friend that everybody thought it was funny to fucking prank. Okay. Oh, man, I hate, because, I hate that shit. Because I got mad. Right. So I was fucking pissed. You know, there's like, oh, it's going to piss Mike off so bad. And Ben's like, yeah, but the thing is, when Mike gets that pissed, like he might fucking punch you. Like, mm-hmm. But they, so Larry's like, oh, you know, let's go check out Hospitality Point or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just apparently just went and fucking cruised around the area for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the fucking beach. Like, <laughs> where the fuck is everybody? Right. And I don't have fucking money for a fucking pay phone. Yeah. Cell phones aren't widely dis- distributed yeah. <laughs> yet. And I happen to run into a chick that I knew from. She went to my church and I went to high school with her also, this chick Leanne. So I fucking hung out with her. Mm-hmm. Luckily, she's like, oh, hey, Mike. Like, so I right. was like, oh, cool, Leanne's here. I know yeah. her. And after a fucking hour or so, I finally see uh, my friends start walking back over. And I fucking, I damn near rushed them. Yeah. I, I was like, hey, uh, I'll be right. Like, I'll talk to you uh, fucking in school. Yeah. Like, next, you know, on Monday, I'm about to go fucking kill Larry. Because <laughs> yeah. she knew what was going on. Yeah. And I came over. I remember I was like, where the fuck have you been? And that's what everybody else, I care, apparently they all had a fucking joke lined up, except for Ben, who just felt like he was kidnapped at this point. Right. But they were going to be like, act like they hadn't been gone that long, and I'm just tripping. Yeah. And trying to gaslight me on top of everything else. Right. But they saw how fucking mad I was, and everybody immediately kind of bailed on this Ditched concept. the bit. <laughs> except for Larry. Right. Larry's like, we're only gone for like 10 minutes, and I fucking came up on him like I was going to knock him out. Yeah. And he was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. And that kind of thing. And he was like, we were going to actually ditch you. I'm like, you're a fuck you. You're a dick. Like, I was fucking mad for the rest of the day. Right. <laughs> and that was just, you know, it was fucking high school. But those, like, like I said, I was the guy that they thought would be fun to prank all the time. Right. And they'd do it at fucking weird times. And they do, like, they'd prank me on my birthday where, like, everybody's going to crash at my house. After we went and did shit, and then I wake up the next morning and everybody's gone. Oh, and it's like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we all just went home? Right. Type of deal. Yeah. And then I went and talked to everybody. I'm like, hey, you know. Yeah. Didn't that seem like a lot of effort for like nothing? Well, I, <laughs> well, I remember telling them, like, I talked to everyone individually. I'm like, you know, dude, doing this kind of shit on my birthday is a super dick move. And they're like, everybody apologized except for my friend Larry. And mm. then. He Larry's was, a dick, I yeah, take it. he was in front of some friends, <laughs> so he decided to say some shit. Like, I think he saw a bug in the house uh-huh. and so decided to make a thing out of it. Oh, God. So he was like, I was like, hey, man, you know, it was kind of a dick thing, which did, that, you know, hurt my feelings. Like, it was my fucking birthday. And he right. had to fucking prank me on that, and apparently it was your idea. He's like, well, I would have stayed the night if I didn't have to share the floor with the roaches. Uh, like Lord. saying that in front of people, so right. I look like the fucking bum in the right on top of house. everything else. So, ooh, 
Uh, yeah, but that actually is kind of the fallout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucked Larry up. Yeah, me and the, me and Larry were not homies anymore after that. Like we were polite, but we didn't hang out anymore. Right. Which sucked because he was the drummer in my 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 first band. Oh it shit! It was his fucking garage that we're all jamming in. Like, yeah, drummers were very valuable in those yeah, days. I got I got sidetracked shitting on Larry, but you know you talked an hour and a half about uh. Yeah, I did. Fucking about these shows. Rose Fest. Rose Fest. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, gotta, uh, gotta tell. And, and I'm going to post some videos uh, of, of the shit that went on yeah. over there. Because, yeah, it was pretty fucking cool. Uh, it was um, it was cool because, like, like, uh, like the backstage, the, the, like the lounge area or whatever. It was like when I took a picture with uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, Dave's like, where is he at? At your house? Because it looks like a house. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like it. ever apparently a fucking you organize Randy Rhodes Fest. And yeah, your fucking mom's house. Yeah, so it was totally cool and, and like I said, unexpected. So yeah, it was awesome. That's right. Yeah. All right. So those are our concerts: the ones we loved, the ones we didn't love so much, and the ones we wish we saw. Um. I've got a pretty good idea for a, for a for a future one, which I want to do. Uh, what ifs, like, what, ifs? Okay. what if this person never left this band, or what if they got this dude, or yeah. what if you know whatever. That was filled with a lot of what ifs. So a lot of what ifs, and I've already got some good ones. Yeah. So that'll be coming up. Maybe not the next one, but coming up soon. That sounds good enough to be the next one to me. All right, next week. What if? Next week. What if? One of my favorite Marvel comic series is going to be. Uh, Idea for an episode. There you go. All right. Tune in next week. All right. So, until the next one, this is Big Frog. And Mike Castleberry. For the Hit the Light podcast, and we're out.